0: And a very good morning to you, welcome in. We're coming to you live from Mullia today. So we are and thank you to all the people that are here with us and allowed us in. And today we have Tony Larkin, Seamus Curley, Margaret Callinan. Uh, we'll be looking at life here as well. We'll also be talking to uh, some of the sporting heroes. We'll be looking at uh, and speaking to Claire Dolphin on today's programme. Uh, we'll also be speaking about the history of the area. Paul O'Donnell joins us on that uh, today. And much more to you now until midday. John is going to be looking at the sporting heroes in the Mullia area. And you can get your comments in to us as well, by the way, today. You can do so on 086 Six Thirty Eight. Thirty-three fifty-five three, and you can email comments at goldwaybfm.ie. I will survive this. I promise you. We're with you until twelve midday. Good morning. Now, very good morning to you. Welcome in to today's programme. I'm joined by Tony Larkin, Seamus Curley and Margaret Callinan, who has the rasher sandwiches ready for the 10 o'clock news today, lads. But Tony Larkin sits opposite me. At, uh, Tony, good morning to you. Good morning, Keith. You're welcome to the parish. Thanks very much for allowing me in today. I believe I had to get your imprimatur before I could come in. Listen, you've, you've, you've had a good life. You've led a good life.
1: Well, yes, yes, fine. I'm 75 this year and uh, I, I'm on my life in Mullya, even though I worked as a psychiatric nurse for 40 years in St Bridget's and Banlaslow. Did you? And uh, it was a great parrot to grow up in, and fine people and great neighbours.
0: You have some great, I'll come back to Banlaslow as well because I mean, being, being a psychiatric nurse in itself is a, a difficult job.
1: Oh yes, but challenge oh, challenge yeah. more than.
0: So I'll yeah. challenge you today, then. So I will, because you, we we will just go through it. You have to tell me the story about uh, a lady who ate thirteen eggs at the stations, and what happened from there, or when did this happen, or is this
1: this is definitely true? Are you sure? I am. Pa- Do you want I to phone a, a friend or 50-50? I, I was a witness, and you smelt it. Go on. <laughs> I did not. It was a. Uh, the station were a big, uh, a big part of everyone's life. Everyone's here, life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was two stations in uh, uh, in, one, in the one area every year. Yeah. And boiled egg was for the breakfast. So somebody had to check the eggs because the priest wanted to die. One priest, there was two priests came to was Demanding. And one priest might want a soft egg. The other priest want a hard egg. Yeah. So, this particular lady was very fond of eggs now. I have to say, she was very fond of eggs. She would top her egg and she'd eat one. And then she said, That's fine for Father okay. A- Cain. feather, cane, and Father Morn were the two priests. And Father Morn liked his hard, so she'd check them again. But when everything was over, there was always eggs left around because yeah. they would be going off and they'd be going cold and they wouldn't be served. When ought to be finished, she'd sit in and eat all... She ate 13 eggs one morning. After the station? After the, the yeah. <laughs> mass was over.
0: Okay. <laughs> Believe it or not, so you would be looking at me like that. It's the truth. I'm looking at you because wait- I wonder what's going to happen here. So, anyway, she, she ate the 13 eggs. She did. Baker's dozen. <laughs>
1: the same la- The same lady was fairly substantial now. We won't call her fat because it isn't right to call a lady fat.
0: Well we can't but allow she,
1: you to but go on. Yeah, but she wasn't thin either. That's so she's midway, yeah, yeah, go on. She was she was substantial. I like that. Yeah. And she was married to Mikey. Sorry, can I just is she deceased? Oh but Larto she's, Lord Mercer, she's the she oh, person. Ah yeah. oh, she's did so this, she's she's so she a, and be she's well rotten, I'd say. The she's, <laughs> she's a long time gone. But anyway, herself and Mikey were out milking. And that time you had a little stool for sitting on to milk. Know,
0: yeah.
1: And when she was, after milking, when she was getting standing up, up, they did a little, little bit of exertion. Yeah. She had a little discretion, as in a fart. Yeah. So, now, will I describe the fart to you? No, no, no. Do we, well, take <laughs> i tell you now. I, it wouldn't be right but to tell you. It might be blue, though. Well, it was definitely blue. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Tell me. There was four... Different types of farts in our area. Yeah, there was a porter fart.
0: Yeah,
1: a cabbage fart.
0: Yeah,
1: a split earth, and a stinker. Now you can imagine the first two what they were like. Yeah, and the stinker was the real, real silent one. You know. Yeah. But the split earth was the la- the egg ladies one. Mm. I mean, you wouldn't want to stand behind her now. Did you when did it happen? No, I wasn't there. Oh, God, I wasn't there. No, I thought you witnessed it. it. Oh, you only heard,
0: heard
1: about it, oh, that's yeah. all. It yeah. Uh, was a little blast to wind. It was more like a hurricane. <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, Mikey looked across from his cow and he said,
0: <clears throat>
1: well, he said, that's better out than your eye. <laughs> so she, she thought for a minute and then she looked back and she said, well, you know, Mikey, you're right. And it wasn't nearly as painful, she
0: said. <laughs> come here to me, the missions and the candle. Did the missions come here as well? Did the you missioner, you? yeah. The, so the, mi- the missioner came yeah. once every three years. Uh, it's nothing to do with eggs now?
1: No, no Okay, to we're, do we're with going it. on to another subject no, Just, nothing, just nothing, clarity. No, yeah. no, nothing to do with So eggs. the
0: missioner came.
1: The missioner came and he visited every house yeah, as part of his visit. Yes, yeah. And uh, he was collecting a few, Bob. Oh, don't you know, it was all about LSD, but anyway, he was visiting all the houses, and he came to this particular house, and it was absolutely beautiful. There was beautiful trees in the lawn and the lovely timber gate hanging, and it painted the last. It was a beautiful house. And he said, this is the nicest residence I came upon, and went in, and he met... We'll call... The Mary and John now for their deceased took one. Yeah, That's they are I, deceased. Yeah. Oh, god Well, they are. They are deceased. But they, they have. They can't sue us. That's
0: all no, I'm worried no, about. No, they is. can't sue you. Oh, no, yeah. no.
1: They have relatives here. All right. <laughs> but anyway, <clears throat> he was he was brought into the parlour. Of course, everyone had a parlour that time, and given the china cup and cup of tea and. He went on talking about religion first, and then he said, Well, he said, this is the nicest house I've been in the parish. He said, He must be very happy. And Mary said, Well, really? She said, We have a bit of trouble. And he said, What's the trouble? Oh, we're four years married and nothing happened. Oh, he said, Don't despair. She said, I can go to Rome after this mission and I'll light a candle for you. Okay, father, she said, I'm getting a course, grazed his paw, and off he goes. So he wasn't back. He, they wouldn't be back then for a couple, uh, for a couple of terms. So he had, nine years later, he appeared back. sure he had maybe forgotten about completely. And he was cycling out again. And when, he, he didn't, when you think of it coming down the road where they lived, he, he was on a bike now, you know, a bike, that time to the old bikes. Yeah. Do you know what a bike is? I, well, we uh, yeah, oh, that's all right. Yeah, uh, he was done, no, yeah uh, go on,
0: sorry, uh, I was uh, going to say something, uh,
1: go on. <laughs> and he arrived. arrived at you know, the lovely he, house. When he came to the lovely house. The gate was down, there was hurdles broken and the lawn, there was the, uh, a glass of pain gone out of the window, pane of glass. And there was Mary and she and tethered, she looked horrible. So, sure, she had great welcome for a moment. but there was kids everywhere. And, how long is it since you were here, since I was here? He said, oh, it's nine long years, she said, and we've eight kids since, she said and he said well that's great well she said I want one I have one request from you now she said would you ever go back to Rome and quench that cat
0: <laughs> stay with me if you don't mind there can I uh, move, move across don't go now just don't leave, because I have other things I want to, I want to ask you about killing a pig, but I can't do so with children in cars around town. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I'm going to, can I go over as uh, far as um, Seamus, if you don't mind. Seamus, how did you get roped into all of this, will you tell me?
2: Well, I got a phone call from Tony Raftery, the chairman there in the J, yeah. and, and Margaret and his company, and I thought they were having a wind-up play, you know? So I asked. I didn't land but I was believing it, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I was inside that's, an getting, getting a haircut, and the next thing the phone rang in my pocket, and I took out the phone just a quick look at it like, yeah. and I said oh, 091 and 770. Zero, zero, seven, I, yeah.
0: I didn't, I
2: didn't, I said I can answer that call again to so yeah. the landline, someone, I'll bring them back. And I was there getting my haircut, and I just, thinking, the numbers going around in my head. God, that's got to be, a says, i to myself. <laughs> And I was there, and you know, some of those beads of sweatshirt and come out of and forehead. You, you, your man was, was spraying water on me, cutting me hair, you know. I said, I think I can finish with the water. Now he says, your hair is damp enough, he says, you know. So I came out, and, you know, and I rang the number, and I was talking to John. Then uh, I believed it. And the
0: rest is... is the rest is... Yeah. yeah.
2: The haircut's lovely, by the way. Yeah? <laughs> thanks, Thanks, roughly, Keith. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. And did he charge it? He did, yeah. Did uh, he? I'll just win a plug from Tommy Doyle there in Lockery. Tommy do- he, gives, he gives a nice haircut. So I'll be getting free haircuts haircut. for the next ten years. Well, okay, yeah,
0: for the next ten weeks, I'd say maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I said you, you. I you might need to go back and get the fringe done more than myself. <laughs> ah, just yeah. a, just a little bit, Tommy. If Tommy could come out, even
2: could do it live on yeah. the air. There'd be no problem. I might let her grow out again for Thank six pack months. Pack to pack get her perm. Come here to you.
0: I'm, I'm just looking at your history here and your, the Camogie and treasure and all that goes with it. But mass was daily mass. Was or, or Ma, was, it, was it kind of a an institution here, or was it well, all that you could do except put say marches? your prayers,
2: but you have a chat as well, like, well, you know?
0: you? Yeah. better tell me about that now, because I don't know how you chat in church. Go on.
2: Well, you'd, you'd have a down at the back of the church, and they'd oh, be down yeah. one knee, what, and the they'd it? be talking to one another, and the priest might say, give a look down at the shop for a couple of minutes. And start And again. then when he gets into the sermon again, the next thing, the, the, the sermon start down with the back as well, like. Yeah. You know, so, you'll be know, sort of listening to the priest and you'll be listening to the lads behind you like. But did you ever get into trouble? I know. Cute enough. I was innocent looking like him, you know. <laughs> know I they would, wouldn't be talking to Oh, He yeah,
0: wouldn't be His mother him.
2: and father were nice people. And
0: here, was your father involved with the uh, post office in Gertie Madden then? Is that well, where that's
2: where he was born and reared there, in, 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 where the post office was in Gorty, ah. And it's closed now. Like just a lot the of la-
0: the times. Like a lot of other ones yeah. as well, yeah. What are your memories of growing up?
2: Well, I had lovely memories of going to the matches with my father and that, like, and my father was very interested in hurling more than myself, like, but I was never any good at it. like, yeah. like, I played a bit of hurling under 14 with Mulya, but I thrown the towel in after that because I wasn't having much success, like, as... So you gave up after under 14? I did, as, as my nephew would say, I was more of a bench warmer than a hurler like, <laughs> you know?
0: <laughs> I'm learning a totally different language down here this morning, yeah. you know? A beat... A,
2: a, beat, a, bench, a warmer, bench warmer. So the the soaps a bench warmer than a like Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. So you just warmed up the bench, like? Yeah, but I was sort of There disappointed. wasn't much in it now to warm the bench, no, to be honest, no, there, go on. the bench was small.
2: <laughs> but, uh, I was sort of disappointed, no one ever came knocking at my door like to uh, ask me how I was going well, back hurling.
0: Like. What, what did you expect them to do, come and collect you?
2: Well, not really, but I'd have went to it a whisper
0: it brought me. like. <laughs> and come here. do you still farm, do you? Oh, I do, yeah, i am farming since I was 16. <clears throat> Are
2: you making money? Well, I'm getting by, like.
0: Yeah. Were you in Galway on the tractor last night, by any chance? No, 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 no. no. I
2: had and a bald tyre in there. I couldn't go into, into <laughs> the city it,
0: like, you know. <laughs> Well, there's enough ball tyres in there last night, but we'll deal with that on Tuesday yeah. morning, so we will. Yes. Um, so, are you still farming? I am farming, farm, yeah. What I noticed driving down this morning is there's big farms here and big houses. There must be money in all, Yeah. Well, there's
2: mortgages in it anyhow. Is there? There is, yeah. A few? A few, like? Yeah. I don't think anyone has it in their the, back pocket, like. No, but it's it's... The, it's
0: kind of affluent down here. Yes. Well but look at, look at the fine facility we have yeah. here.
2: That's affluence. <coughs> it is, yeah, and, and effort.
0: And a lot of effort, yeah, a lot yeah. of effort. Really yeah. is a lot of effort. And can we go back to childhood? I mean, your, your your thoughts on childhood and all the go with it. I mean, school, was school good to you?
2: That was, right, yeah. Well, I uh, went to Kilcúle National School. Took me in the parish of you now, but I was always a Moya person in the back. You know, so, Múlia, through Mulya, and through? Through and through. Yeah. But, there was an old man used to come into into our house. would say when I was a young lad, and we'd always have a spelling test of a Friday. But this man would be coming and he'd be telling stories and yarns, and you know, and I'd be there learning my spellings, and I'd be listening to your man as well. And as a result, when the spelling test would come up Friday, I might get five out of ten, like you know. Top of the class. Bottom. Well, midway, <laughs> like, you know.
0: Stay with me if you don't mind. I want to go to Margaret there as well because uh, Margaret is the Muller's secretary and um, has been involved, indeed, born in England and uh, fathered in her to the home place and home. Camp. Margaret, morning to you. Morning. How do you feel between the two lads?
3: Very nervous. I would be too. <laughs> How do you to, follow that?
0: I'm here now to mine too, though, so... I, good, wait, there's, there's, there's a great sense of fun here, so there is.
3: Yeah, uh, but, there always is. But that's a lot of hard work, like you're
0: up since early morning and it's, it's, I mean, it's a fine facility here and but a lot of hard work.
3: A lot of hard work, um, I suppose. I got involved uh, back in 2013. I, I'd be well known around the parish for taking photographs, so I'd be at every event going, and then I, got, I was asked to get involved in the GA club as uh, PRO. So, um, then in 2018, uh, I was asked to get involved as secretary, and I'm there since, and it's a very hard role to get out of.
0: Yeah. Once they find a victim, they like to leave the victim in place, yeah.
3: Yeah, and I suppose, kind of going on from 2018, um, I suppose like a a lot of committees kind of before us, um, notification kind of came to the club about expressions of interest that could be put in for the different grants and um, so like all the different GA committees that had gone before us, the 2018 one got on the bandwagon and did a lot of research and we had a public meeting then, um, so we kind of gathered the parish (laughs) and uh, to see would they help us and get behind mm. us. So we ended up with a new re- newly renovated and extended hall, a one kilometre walkway, 160 car, car park, a playground and a stand. And I suppose this was achieved by a lot of hard work done by a lot of great people. Um, but it was the GA committee, a super development committee financial support from the parish and fantastic volunteers along the way, along um, with our local builder Frankie Hardiman, to so achieve this, what we have, what you're looking at today.
0: So is this your legacy now going, I mean is this you telling me that you want out like oh and God, this is yeah. the legacy? Very hard to get out of it though. Yeah, sure, we'll, we, we'll find someone <laughs> for you this morning, so we will. But it just shows what a good community, local community can do because this is state of the art here.
3: It is, it is, and yeah. we're very proud of it as well now, but look, everyone, since they started every committee down through the years, they all did their bit, but we were just, a lot came together. In mm. the last six years, but look at it, it's brilliant.
0: Come back to me though about coming home from England and coming back into here and meeting a crockle man and mm. all that. How did all that come together?
3: Uh, well, I, suppose I don't want
0: it as explicit now as here. No, but you, know, but you definitely won't get as explicit as Tony, <laughs> anyway,
3: that's for sure. <laughs> so, how did but that no, come together? Um, like? I worked in Lachray and um, we ended in Tony's up. Tavern. In Tony's Tavern. Well, I worked in Ward's Fuels first and um, Martin Ward in there bought Tony's Tavern at the time and uh, he hired my now husband at that time to run it for him. And so when the pub was busy, when I, I used to be in the office in Ward's Fuels, mm. and uh, I'd go down at lunchtime, and if they were busy, I'd end up giving a hand, and that's how I met Jerry. So we ended up, after a while, leasing the pub from Martin and then buying it, and I suppose we were about 13 years in it. Wow. So we were known at the time as the Rally Pub and the Komogi Pub. Wow. So uh, we had great times in it, I suppose, as well now, and we were there in 96 when we won the All Ireland Camogie for the first time and I think they were the first group of girls that um, was provided, there was group provided for when they were finished training mm. and like you look at the high-end chicken nuggets, high-end now. nuggets and chips <laughs> up to the middle of the dressing <laughs> room. Uh, that's what I used to go up to the dressing and room. Used you used to cook them up on them? the table? No, well, no we'd, we had a kitchen we'll say, we had a kitchen and yeah. we used to serve food in the pub. Yeah, yeah. So to be all organized in the pub and I'd arrive up to the dressing room and uh, nuggets and chips left on the table for the girls, but they won the All-Ireland after it now So I don't know about all this nutritionist <laughs> <laughs> and, and everything this day and age, but it worked that time anyway So
0: love stories began in Tony's Tavern
3: Yeah, and we got married in 25 years ago next month and um, we moved out to, back out to Mullagh again So we're just down the road from my home place, down at a place called Poppy Hill And we have three it. young adults now, I suppose and Yeah <coughs> they're Um, happy out they'll they'll
0: keep it going from there keep it going
3: please God yeah
0: listen thanks for letting us in and I know you're involved with the choir as well aren't you
3: yeah Tony and myself to help out and (laughs) kill orden of a Sunday morning Tony can you Tony oh great singer can you really sing Tony no
0: no no she said that earlier, but I just wanted to just verify it, Jeff. From there, I'd say is is, is he always very giddy?
3: He's very giddy. You should hear him in a Sunday morning mass. He's one of the guys that the uh, Seamus was talking about earlier. You
0: know. Uh, what's the name of the parish priest here now? <laughs>
3: mm.
0: What's uh, what parish? Father Foley. Father Foley. I'm sorry for your troubles, Father Foley. <laughs> You're joining us later on, and we'll give you absolution. Yeah. Do, do you really disrupt mass like that? Oh, I do not,
1: not at all, that's all I do. So like, what do you me. talk about then? Don't you know what women will do to you? Let you down at the last minute.
0: What, she didn't? Because she she kind of protected you?
1: You <laughs> did like fun.
0: <laughs> Thank God it was fun, you said. <laughs> I genuinely don't know where this programme is going to end today, but we have a... You know One, yeah. You'll never forget us, I'll guarantee you that much. Well, that, I've, I've got that uh, message out of it. It's pity you were <laughs> <like>. Yeah. <laughs> listen to me. Uh, thanks for joining us uh, today. Uh, Tony Larkin, uh, well done to you. I'd love to spend more time with you. Just hang around just in case somebody else doesn't show up. Even though uh, Seamus Curley, thanks for joining. Haircuts lovely, just um, the fringe needs to be fixed. And Margaret, I won't comment on the hair, but thank you for everything and uh, thanks for popping <laughs> into us uh, today. Yet to come on the programme, we're going to a story indeed, and we're talking to a mom who's also a teacher indeed, and she's fighting for rights for her daughter. Edel Madden joins us, and Pori Garvey next. Stay tuned for that and more to come, all the way from Ulyah.
3: <laughs> the Community Matters series is brought to you by Galway FM and is funded by Commission Remyon.
0: Now I'm joined by Adele Madden a uh, story to tell us about her daughter Neve Mitchell and I'm uh, joined by Poretta Garvey also but um, uh, Adele's under pressure so I'm going to talk to Adele first. Adele, morning to you. how are you?
4: Hi, good morning Keith, Thanks good morning John.
0: for, for joining us, uh, into us, don't say hello to him, he was here all night he last was, night. He so was, so he was, he was
4: here quite early, Drinking yes. my waddy
0: all night, so he Absolutely. was on the land, up the road. Yeah. Talk to me about Niamh, um Mitchell, your daughter. Yes. Um
4: Yes. Um, okay, she's a so talented young lady. Yes, um, so um, she's 19 and I, you know, we did very very well up to kind of now when we kind of hit a cliff edge once she became 18 and I'm just kind of pointing out that, that it's difficult for a child with disability once they reach 18 or but they wh- become an adult really at 18.
0: why is it that the services crash yes, when they become 18? It's kind
4: of like nearly the, the fall off the edge of the cliff, yeah. brilliant um, preschool, brilliant primary school, brilliant secondary school, um, I can't argue with that, um, but then when they become 18 it's it's just that's slightly different. First of all, I'd say it's the departments, because you're under the Department of Education, so you have the Department of Education providing transport and yeah. facilities. And then they go into the Department of Health. In fairness, Dan Rabbit, she's been on to you, she's been trying yeah, to break yeah. away the, the disability section for finance, and she's doing a great job with that. So I think that's it. Like, there's 1.1 million people with disabilities in Ireland, plus a lot of hidden disabilities. So we're talking about a huge number of people.
0: But there is, but I mean, once they turn 18, now um, I know that some people, and we'll, we'll talk in a moment about it as well, about trying to get adaption grants indeed for houses, yes. but all of a sudden then, um, it's a household <coughs> income that That's is true. taken into account,
4: yes. and
0: the household income means that you don't get any funding towards it, yes. even though she's an adult, That's right. her own person, Yes, so...
4: And obviously she wouldn't have the income, and obviously ridiculous. she doesn't own up. Yeah, there's two things that I'm kind of on about. One is transport, which is the major one for me at the moment. I'm back to
0: transport in a minute. As and well, secondary,
4: yeah. yeah, the one you mentioned, and I did hear Sean Kenny, and he was speaking during the week about the Charter of Disability Rights, yeah. et etc. And he mentioned the grants that are thirty thousand, and his yeah. argument is that's not enough nowadays. But my argument is. We wouldn't even get that because we're both working and everything is means tested.
0: But why does it have to be means like if you rang the HSC looking for details of your 19 year old daughter's health records they said GDPR and they wouldn't give them to you from there so why is it that she's not treated as an independent person without an income that needs the works done? Why is she why is that the situation? Yeah,
4: and that is the situation, and I do know the, the politicians are trying to do something about it, but it's, it's, it does come down to funding and money, and it also comes down to being the squeezed middle class, I presume, with two people working, two incomes, you're not entitled to anything.
0: But you were saying to me earlier on that if your sons who are working in Dublin That's come right. and, and move back home, and well, their, their income is yes, taken in. Yes, I know so that. So then you're off
4: the scale altogether. Yes, their income is also taken in because it's a household budget. It's a
0: household grant. It doesn't make it right though.
4: Oh no. Uh, and do you need work done in the house? Well, I would, if I could, yes. It's the it's not my major problem at the moment, as I've said, it was was the transport, but it's the secondary problem. And it will as time goes on. And if it's if we're fighting now, what's it going to be like when we're okay. gone?
0: Let's go back to transport then because yeah. um she's your your daughter indeed. And uh, <coughs> Neve Mitchell is part mm-hmm. of Blue Teapot. I love them. I yes. Mean, really and truly yeah. they're just a wonderful bunch of people. Yeah. But she has to get Two blue teapots yes. every day,
4: and she picked the blue teapot herself because there was a few different options out there. One in Lochray, and then the rest of the options in Galway, the, the National Learning Network that you know, and yeah. the PLC courses in Monagisha. Yeah. But no matter which you pick, and if you go outside the little box a little bit, then you have to get your own transport.
0: But she has to get in.
4: She has to get in. Yeah. So look, there is a kind of um, money and finance bundled together, but it's time to unbundle it and look at the individual, because as I say they're born into our world you know we're not born into their world yeah. and to navigate a transport system with a learning disability is quite difficult because what she has learned today she has forgotten tomorrow yeah. and no two days are the same mm. so let's say for the first month of september october i did fight it got nowhere and um, just gave up basically and then let's say my husband would have brought her in every single day for a month on a bus and trained her walked her down walked her back and then we decided to let her do it on her own while shadowing her and between losing the phone, falling asleep in the bus, lots of little bits that are very small when you're listening today. But they're a yeah. big thing if you're waiting for her to get off the bus at five o'clock in the ray, and you don't know if she's going to get on. Is she
0: on or is she off it? And does she get on in Galway or does she not? She gets
4: on in lockray and she comes off in lockray Why? Because but she knows... in Galway knows, then. Oh, into Galway. So then after months of desperation, um, I contacted Bluebird Care and asked somebody to... Um, do you know, to pick her off the bus for me, bring her down with but her Pick her from Bluebird Care and bring her back on the bus in the evening.
0: So you have to pay somebody to go into Kent mm. Station, take meet her off the bus, mm-hmm. walk her down Shop Street, walk her down over the bridge, down to yes,
4: because it's 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 a nasty little walk if you know. It's difficult.
0: avenue all yeah, with, yeah.
4: And a lot of distractions on the way.
0: Yeah, and waterways and, shops, and all of that, and, and shops and everything. And then somebody collects her in the evening and walks her back up, puts right. her on the bus, so that once the bus pulls up in Lacroix, you know she's on she's it. She's on
4: it, and also um, she has a wonderful brother and sister who have tracked her on the phones. These iPhones, I don't have one. Um, I'm a poor teacher. I don't have an iPhone. It's okay. There you go.
0: Yeah. They no, have get Norma Foley on the get line, Norma please. Foley. Yeah. I'm supposed to be in
4: school. She doesn't Shh, know. do Including that. my yeah. principal, who's <laughs> <laughs> probably not listening either, thank God. He's too but busy. He's too busy. But
0: come back to the. Um, f- that's an expense so you, in itself.
4: You track her on the phone, you know where she is. So yeah. they know if she's in Lockethall or they know if she's in Ordmore, and they have to tell me. And I'm sitting in Lockethall praying. Yeah. But anyway. That's, look at... It's a lot of stress. It, it is a lot of stress, but um, it is what it is. What do we need? Probably personalised budgets for people. But, um, you know, it is... It's a difficult one. Like, I mean, it's it not is. about feeding, you know, teach somebody to fish, and you, you teach them for life or give them the fish for the day. Like, yeah. this is long term.
0: But I, I think though really and truly, Adele, what we should do is keep it lit, keep this yes. keep this going and get the likes of Anne Rabbit just in, in on top of this again. And, and she
4: has been. I have yeah, asked no, her for advice she and she has been. Yeah. And also some buses will take the disability card, her little travel card, and others won't. There's a whole some t-
0: drivers won't I No, either. no,
4: some the bus different bus companies oh, yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. their own rules and regulations or whatever. But it there isn't you know, it has to come together. Yeah. And you're dealing with brothers of charity, Ability West, um HSE, mm. um so okay. th- there's a lot of a lot out there but it needs to
0: be brought well, together. Let, let the uh, the elections are coming so let's yes, keep it are. as part of the elections as well. Okay. We better let you get back cuz you've you've a mock exam. I have a mock exam.
4: In a half I an have. hour. I have a mock what, exam.
0: what are you studying for? <laughs>
4: I'm taking your
0: job and you can come in and take mine well, you can have it so we can, can swap on, on the 13th of April, you can have it Listen, Absolutely. thanks indeed for joining you know Perfect. you have to apply because you'll be up against I will and Tony a while ago oh, I think Tony, is after uh, your Tony's job
4: a, Tony's applied yeah
0: it sounded like applications application's gone in now oh, Tony has
4: a lovely uh, you have
0: a lovely story coming up did, uh, thanks for joining us uh, today. I want to go to, to Pory Garvey Pory good morning to you thanks indeed uh, for joining us uh, today on the programme uh, take me back to uh, Tony Dolan who exactly is Tony Dolan so Tony, Tony was a, a neighbour of ours here, here in Mulya,
5: um, probably the best known uh, man in the parish uh, before he passed away about five years ago. Tony was born in 1943 in the mother and baby home in Shum. Um, he was left there, he was abandoned by his mother and he ended up going through multiple industrial um, schools. He ended up in Salt Hill uh, until he was fifteen. Saint Joseph's, Saint Joseph's, yeah. not not a nice spot, but no, going on. and, and I uh, not something that he was able to share very often. Yeah. But uh, you not understand that every all the stories that are heard and everything that the Ryan report would have would have spoken about uh, Tony would have been a victim of a lot of that stuff. Mm. But eventually, you know, he he uh, he moved out to Mullia, um, and later in life, when he was about fifty, the the local ICA here kind of took him under his wing. Um, phenomenal support to Tony and uh, thankfully he got a council house just over the road here in, in Muller Road mm-hmm. and that was the new uh, his new beginning the start of his new life um, and he was able to sort to leave what was a very t- tough past behind him and as I said he became, a, he became a a really loved member of the of the local, local community you'd see him cycling up and, r- up and around the, the streets uh, the streets of Muller helping out all the local farmers and, mm. and very quickly he became part of everyone's family Tony Wasn't married, had had no children of his own, Um, but he, I think, nearly every neighbour had him at every confirmation, communion, christening. um, So they really embraced him. Really, really embraced him, and and at a very, very, very very tough childhood, Um, had a speech impediment because of not given the right medical support when he when he um, when he could have and should have had. But uh, he kind of he embodied his new life, and he really. He really was was embraced by the by the parish and um, was very much loved. But one thing, because I suppose of his childhood and because of what had happened, the one thing that Tony was very afraid of was that he was forgotten, he, mm. that he never existed, because he had no family, he had no legacy. But he not only he helped and volunteered in the local parish, but he also um, he also gave a, a little bit of money when he when he had it. So he lived a very very frugal life and, and saved a bit. He did, but the legacy is there now. The legacy is there now. So after he passed away, he left in his will um, about forty thousand euros to be left to the local uh, community. So when Margaret and Francis Kane and Tony Tony Raff were building and organising all this, these amazing facilities here, the um, Tony's one dream was to have a, a little playground for the kids. So, you know, a little mm. bit of joy for children that he didn't get when he was young. And thankfully, with that money, um, the local, local community group were able to arrange and organise through funding support as well and built a, an amazing playground here, the Tony Dolan
0: playground. Ah. you know, isn't it, isn't it a lovely story that has come full circle? Yeah. And yeah. the minute if to everybody has spoken to it, they've all spoken indeed about what Tony Dolan did. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. the impact that he had and the bad start that he had... Yeah. The tough childhood. St. Joseph's was tough, tough, and yet he came back to where he loved, and the people loved him.
5: Yeah, and and. Every time he cycled around the parish, he cycled around with a big smile on his face and yeah. stopped in every neighbour for a cup of tea. And was the best fed man in the parish after a while, um, but yeah, left, a, left an amazing legacy for every ch- every child in the parish from
0: it's now a, on. It's a, it's a lovely story. Yeah. Listen, I wish I had more time, Poryg, but I don't, unfortunately. Sure. I need to move on, but um, I know you you work for Boston Scientific, you're a I busy do. man. I do. You yeah. do a lot of travelling now. do a little bit of travelling, alright, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think yeah. you're losing a good man there too. too. Um, Mr. Kilcommons is retiring oh, as well oh yes yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. Re- he's retiring shortly as well so, so there you go, go.
5: Yeah. we have all the
0: gossip here
5: I heard that geez, you know, there's nothing goes past you you, here, come, right? you come to yeah, for yeah, the gossip exam,
0: exam. listen Porik, thanks for joining us uh, today and we're thanks going to take a, to a short commercial break from here and uh, thank you both for joining us Idella and Porik. thanks for joining us uh, today and may uh, Tony Dolan rest in peace Absolutely. and thank you indeed for what you've done uh, for the community quick commercial break back after these the
3: Community Matters series is brought to you by Galway Bay FM and is funded by Commission Tune
0: now, a very good morning to welcome into the programme and come to you live from Molya today. Um I think John Morley should become a traffic guard with a hand like that, to be honest, in the air. And uh, Keith, greetings from Lanzarote. Met Mullia people here. There were the Reynoldses and the Combs who told us about the programme. Say hello to Tony Raftry We'll see him for tunes and Broadricks in Kilreekal or the Hill in Kiltorma. My late grandfather Jack Morgan uh, was from Corbally, Molya. Uh, kind regards Jerry Hanley from Menlo, Ing County Galway. And uh, I'm joined by Claire Dolphin. Claire, can I pull you right into me there altogether? Uh, you're you're a local so you are, and um, to go back to 2018 and the hurling final and what happened?
6: Yeah, so... Um, you weren't playing? No, I wasn't playing, no. <laughs> I left that to the lads. Um, so the after the win of 2017, Galway, the big win we had, um, we went up to the 2018 All-Ireland against Limerick. Um, so unfortunately, it wasn't our day, but it was the start of the reign at Limerick, I think, that day. Um, so yeah we were distraught after the match, so we headed on home, myself and mum and dad and my brother Connor. Um we hopped on the Lewis at Connolly yeah. to head back to Houston to get the car and there was a shout from one of the passengers that some man wasn't breathing. Um so Instinct, I suppose. Did you jump set into set in, nurse mode then? Jumped into nurse mode, yeah. Wow. Um, instinct set in, I suppose. Um, so I went over to check him and yeah, he wasn't breathing um, and he was a very blue colour. I've never seen anything like it before. Um, so I don't know how I managed it. He was a big man. We I got him onto the ground anyway and uh, I just remember shouting at dad to tell him to help me the man to a bigger space in the Lewis, you know, where the doors are, where it's mm. a bit wider.
0: Oh was Lewis moving at this time?
6: Lewis was going, yeah. Oh. So I started, I couldn't feel a pulse, um, so I started CPR on him. Um, eventually, uh, one of the ladies rang the, you know, 999 or 112. Now, sorry, better give the right. <laughs> numbers and um, she rang 112 and they got word to the driver of the Lewis that someone had collapsed so unfortunately at that time and um, they could kill me now for saying it again but there was no defib on the Lewis at that time yeah. they have rectified that now I believe and there's one on every Lewis thank God um, so we worked I worked on the man um, and eventually then the fire brigade were the nearest first responders so they came to our aid uh, we had to break the glass on the door one of the passengers had to break the glass on the door of the lewis because apparently if the lewis isn't at the actual lewis stop the doors won't open it's a safety okay safety guard so because they weren't at a proper stop the doors wouldn't open so we ended up breaking the glass on the lewis um so anyway, the paramedics came in and took over. Um, myself, and mum, and dad, and Connor headed back to Houston Station very. We walked back actually. <laughs> it was the longest walk. Um, we were fairly shook up. Connor was only small at the time, and um, so.
0: And did you know if he survived at that stage?
6: So no, didn't know at that stage. So we actually the next day we went down to the homecoming in Bannaslow, and you were talking to Edel um Mitchell yeah. earlier on she and her daughter were there and she had overheard that there was some man collapsed on a Lewis and some girl from Galway helped him um and that he was in hospital and had survived so that was the first wow. we had heard from it and um, I don't know if I'm mentioned but he was a limerick man so the they made a big deal of it and mm-hmm. um
0: But he survived.
6: He survived, yeah. Thanks to you. Yeah. Well, I don't know, but he survived anyway, thank God.
0: And did you ever get to meet him?
6: Um, No, I never met him, but um, the Christmas after that, I was in Australia and Mam got a card with addressed Claire the Galway girl Mulya and yeah. it got to the door yeah wow. yeah and it was just uh George was his name but I never met him but wow. he survived yeah I, d- I don't yeah. know if he's but I can alive, see
0: looking at you are you still working in Tullamore then are you yeah, yeah still
6: nursing in Tullamore yeah
0: but I can see you can still you can still see the the, the emotion in your in you today from yeah. what you did
6: I suppose yeah it was a big I don't really talk about it unless I have to I suppose it was and then you're
0: on radio talking about it yeah
6: right? That's Margaret
0: Cannon's fault. <laughs> blame her for everything. Yeah, like, oh
6: yeah. yeah. Um no, I suppose it's something that it happened and it was we're in the right place at the right time um and we were, I suppose we were lucky we we're in Dublin as well and that there was people mm. nearby. We were lucky that it happened at the place where it did because if we were at the next stop we wouldn't have been able to get him onto
0: the ground. I can only imagine, though, trying to get him off, like, because you're a slight person. um, So trying to get him off the seat onto the ground, shouting at Dad to pull him down. Um daughters the good at shouting yeah. the dance, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then got him down, but at least he survived. Yeah,
6: thank God, so it was a good news I story. I think that would be at lovely
0: pick that uh, if you could meet him, please God, he's still alive and yeah, all that. Yeah,
6: please God, yeah.
0: So if we have George listening to us in Limerick today, 91 seven <laughs> we can link you up with Claire Dolphin, so we can. Uh, would you like to meet him?
6: Yeah, I would. I don't know. Sometimes it's, you know, he might not want to, you know, it's, you know, you don't know how oh, people have half react half his name, to so things. we can't do much more about <laughs> we it. We can't do any more, uh, no. I'll
0: get on to Joan Ashing, Live 95 in Limerick, and see where we find George. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a lovely story, though, Claire.
6: Um so, Yeah, I suppose. I don't really, you know, pass story. no remarks on yeah. it. Just one of these things.
0: And come here to me, life good?
6: Life's good, yeah. Hospital is very busy. The usual, um, HSE problems, but I'm actually going to, I'm immigrating for another little while to Australia again. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: When are you um, heading now?
6: I'm going at the end of March.
0: Oh, God bless you. Yeah. How long are you going to go for?
6: Um, well, I went before COVID and I got cut short, so I just want to finish my travels um, and see how we get on then and do a bit of work and traveling over there.
0: And how are they at home about you going again?
6: Uh, not great. <laughs> <laughs> Who's There's left, not much to talk who's about. Who's, it. who's
0: left at home now?
6: Um, so, Connor's at home. He's doing his Leaving his mocks today, actually. So. Great. And who else? And Shane is at home as well. He'll be down later on. And Owen, my other brother, is in Sydney as well.
0: I'm um, so insane. Uh, but who's, who'll be left at home when you're all gone? Mum
6: and Dad and my Should granny.
0: Just get rid of them as quick as you can, including <laughs> the granny. and you know, life I just is want wonderful. to say hi
6: to Nanny as well. She's listening at home this morning. Oh, what
0: age is Nanny, or can one ask?
6: Oh, I won't tell that now. Yeah. I'll but be shot.
0: Sh- she's older than me, she's older than 62. <laughs> That's okay. Listen, well done to you. And I know the mummers as well, a big part of your life.
6: Oh, yes. Great crack. Every Stephen's Day we head off, um, everyone, all my friends think I'm crazy going off on the Mummers and not going out on Stephen's yeah. day. But
0: Listen, thanks for joining us. we have a challenge here. now there's a bang, of a, a gang of, <laughs> of sandwiches woman, have come in, so during the 10 o'clock news we're going to video you, you have to eat all of those before you no go to work at Tullamore Hospital.
4: Yeah.
0: Listen, thanks for joining us, I'm running a bit late but Claire we're going to find George here before you go to Oz and uh, thanks for joining us. Quick commercial break and news, we're back after these.